I, I don't have faith in our political system anymore. It's been, as I've said before, it's, it's as if our enemies, both foreign and domestic, have closely studied our Constitution for years and decades. And they found all the chinks in the armor... And now they're using all of those flaws that they've identified to systematically dismantle our country. So it's no surprise that it's happening on the back of free speech and freedom of the press. The corporations who all do business in China have bought up all the mainstream media outlets And now that the time is right, it's the moment to strike. China is using its influence over all of those corporations to mandate the stories that they print and the stories that they don't print. They're using it to inflict maximum cultural chaos and agitation on all of us. Why? Because as soon as the Civil War kicks off, Russia and China will be kicking our doors down, saying, all right, we're in charge now. You have no righteous Americans in charge of your military, so they're not going to help you. And the full might of the Chinese and Russian military will be rained down upon us and we're going to defend ourselves with our AR-15s if we're lucky. If the political establishment doesn't work with the Marxist communists that call themselves Democrats to completely disarm us, I mean, that'd be a good way to kick off the Civil War, wouldn't it? And people say peaceful divorce. Ah, oh, we'll just have a peaceful divorce. We're going to draw a line down the middle of the room. You stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. And we can just carry on as usual. Right? Isn't that a good solution? No, it's not a good solution. It's the solution our enemies would like. That's their second choice. Do you understand? What they'd really prefer is civil war so that they could step in and divvy up the spoils. And, oh, probably kill half of us in the process, too, by the way. The second choice is, oh, yeah, just break up into your own little factions. Then we'll have an even better shot of taking you over nonviolently. Because now we'll say, yeah, we'll, we'll trade. We'll trade. China will say, we'll trade with, with Washington, Oregon, and California. Because they've been friendly to the communists over the years. But Idaho, Utah, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, mm, we're gonna need some we're gonna need some assurances. We need to know that you guys are gonna let us do whatever sort of commie things we wanna do. Otherwise, we're not gonna sell you our stuff. We own lots of that farmland. 
We might just salt it. We own it. We can do whatever we want with it. And the farmland that's not owned by the Chinese that's not owned by the Chinese uh, communists is owned by Bill Gates or Klaus Schwab. One and the same, right? They're working hand in hand, singing Christmas carols, frolicking through the snow, laughing about how they're going to cut the population of the world in half, and suddenly they're going to have a lot more real estate. But of course, the world's not ready for this. Not yet. We got to get the automation figured out. We have to identify the dissenters. We have to silence the opposition. And how are they doing that? Well, they took an L by letting Twitter get away to Elon Musk. But they still own MSNBC. They still own CNN. There's this new journalist on the on the rise, S.E. Cup. She's taken over for Brian Stelter, I think. That's something along those lines. It doesn't really matter, only to prove the point. That as I said, when Brian Stelter was dismissed from CNN and Don Lemon and all of the other propagandists, it made us feel good for a second. Ah, yes, they're gone. But guess who's still there? The ones typing the lines into the teleprompter. Still owned by the same people. In fact, CEO just brought back... (laughs) Not CEO. Disney. Just brought back their old CEO, Bob Iger, because the new one wasn't woke enough. And that actually just reminds me, I was reading through this article. And it triggered something in my brain. I thought I must investigate the biggest American movies in China. Or not the biggest American movies, just the biggest foreign films in China. Out of 50, out of the top 50, would you like to guess how many of them were owned by Disney and its subsidiaries? 48. 48 of the top 50 foreign films in China produced by Disney. And they're all movies you've heard of. Avengers, Marvel, Fast and the Furious, Jurassic World, to name a few. So does that offer any kind of insight into Where all of this cultural Marxism is coming from? Well, it's coming from American corporations and their lust to do business with Beijing. Their desire to maximize their profits and enrich themselves at the cost of everything. At the cost of anything. No cost is too high. No casualty is too great 
The complete decay of Western culture is on the negotiating table as long as these people can get a little bit richer. Buy one more vacation home. Eat one more prime rib dinner. It's all worth it. Because we just got to sell more movie tickets. Damn the death of a nation. We must get richer. And it's not even, I mean, these are the top foreign films. China doesn't even love it that much. But they're more than willing to manipulate the powers that be in this country to achieve their own ends. I mean, the highest grossing films in China are ones that you haven't even heard of. An American movie doesn't even break the top five in the highest grossing Chinese films. But that's not all that China controls. It's a small part of the Chinese influence in our country. But since they control the corporations, since they control the manufacturing, since they control this market of a billion people, that the corporate sluts in our country are just begging to have access to, China is allowed to dictate who these corporations give their money to. And China is allowed to dictate what media organizations report on. Who is banned from Facebook? Who gets money from these campaign coalitions that Mitch McConnell is in charge of? And as I've said in previous podcasts, Mitch McConnell is married to a Chinese woman whose parents are Chinese nationals who own logistics companies in China. And if they wish to continue doing business, Mitch McConnell is required to allow the CCP to influence American politics. And you don't hear about this because the Chinese Communist Party won't allow the Washington Post to report on it if Amazon wants to continue doing business in China. It's simple. It's common sense. These titans of industry, are they great people? Are they great benevolent people that want to create wealthy workers? That want to make America a better place? Are they? You see what they're allowing to happen to this country that we love? No, they can't wait to sh offshore their operations where their workers don't bitch about $15 an hour. They're happy getting five. They're happy to get anything. They're happy to be able to feed their family and keep a roof over their heads. 
They don't want to deal with these kids that go to school to learn how to be a bunch of pricks that are unmanageable, that have no work ethic, that all want to be YouTube stars. You know, the youth in China, they want to be astronauts. The youth in America wants to be the next Kim Kardashian. And that's a result of Chinese influence too. Through TikTok. And not just TikTok. Through pumping political funds into school board races. Because if they can get a Chinese operative in the school boards, well then they have a Chinese operatives teaching your kids. And they'll teach your kids to be good communists. All the way through their transition. And this is what you're funding with your tax dollars. And if by some twist of fate, you're hip to this information, you've discovered this podcast, and you decide you want to stand up, you want to protest, you want to stop paying your taxes, oh, don't worry. There are systems in place to make sure that you never see the light of day. You decide to protest a fraudulent election, we'll throw you in prison. Seditious conspiracy. You decide you want to stop paying your taxes, we've got 87,000 new IRS agents that are going to make sure that you continue to do so. You decide you want to get together at the bar with a group of your buddies and Start making plans for what you're going to do, for how you're going to push back against this tyranny, how you're going to fight to sustain the life of your country. Well, don't worry. We've got listening devices everywhere. Apple's in the bag for the Chinese communists. Google's in the bag for the Chinese communists. Google's working with the Chinese communists to create a new version of Google for the Chinese population. See, Google wants access to the Chinese market so bad they have, they have no values. They have no shame. They have no integrity. So naturally, they are funding politicians that are the same. No values, no integrity, no morality. They'll do anything to make a buck. Because by the time any of us find out anything that they've been doing, they'll be long dead. That's why... Pfizer and the FDA don't want any of their vaccine trials to get out to the public. Why they fight to try to keep it secret for 75 years. That's why the CIA is actively working to censor and redact all of their involvement with the JFK assassination. No one's denying that the CIA was involved even with the new bunch of documents that's come out. It's become increasingly more and more likely that JFK was assassinated with the assistance of the CIA and others, I'm sure. Now, if you consider yourself to be part of the conspiracy community, this is no surprise. And the Alan Dulles, the director of the CIA, involved with this, uh, the Warren Commission investigating 
The assassination itself invented the term conspiracy theorist to discredit any alternate viewpoints on what actually happened in Dallas. And the release of these new documents makes it increasingly likely that elements within the United States government killed and murdered a sitting president because they didn't like what he was doing. But hey, we can trust elections, right, guys? What's more difficult? Rigging an election or killing a president? It's the kind of question, honestly, that makes me surprised that Donald Trump's even running for a re-election. I mean, how is that man still alive? Honestly. Have you ever seen a more concerted effort to destroy a man without actually killing him? Or maybe it's just all part of the game. You saw his... uh digital trading cards that he came out with, his NFTs. They had over 45,000 of them and they all sold out within hours, so it wasn't that bad of a decision, I guess. It wasn't the great, huge, earth-shaking announcement that we were all expecting, no doubt. We'll see how it goes. I don't even know if I'm going to vote. I did I did say I was going to talk about Carrie Lake And I don't know, I, part of me feels like a total putz for maintaining any semblance of hope. Then the other part needs it. I have to hope. Headline from the Washington Times, Arizona judge grants Carrie Lake's request to inspect midterm ballots. An Arizona judge approved former GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake's request to inspect randomly selected ballots from the midterm election, giving her a small win in her efforts to challenge the results. Maricopa County Superior Court Judge Peter Thompson approved three of Miss Lake's four demands for wanting to examine random ballots from the state's most populous county. The approved request is in line with a 70-page lawsuit Miss Lake filed against top state election officials, alleging there were thousands of illegal votes and, quote, violations within the election process that resulted in a victory for her Democratic opponent, Candy Hobbs. Quote, our lawsuit isn't based on conspiracy or wild speculation, Miss Lake's campaign tweeted. We have laid out a very clear theory about statutory violations and a broken chain of custody. These ballots deserve close scrutiny and we're delighted we have been granted it. The ruling allows a representative of Miss Lake's team's choice to inspect 50 random ballots cast on election day from six polling stations in the county. The representative will also be able to inspect 50 random early ballots from six separate Maricopa County batches, as well as 50 random, quote, spoiled ballots from six stations in the county. The inspector will not be allowed to copy or photograph the ballots during the examination that will take place at 8 a.m. on December 20th. Miss Hobbs beat Miss Lake by about 17,000 votes or just over half a percentage point. Miss Hobbs' legal team sought to persuade the court that Miss Lake has failed to meet the legal threshold to challenge an election, 
which could include misconduct by elections officials and opponents' ineligibility or illegal or mistakenly counted votes. Quote, Carrie Lake lost the governor's race to Katie Hobbs by 17,117 votes. Ms. Hobbs' lawyer, Alexis Daneman, wrote in a motion this week. In the face of this insurmountable margin, Lake brings a sprawling election contest alleging everything from cyber hacking to Twitter mischief to inter-Republican warfare. All in an effort to sow distrust in Arizona's election results. Well, I have this other article here from Gateway Pundit that will uh, illustrate some reasons why we may uh, need to be a little distrustful of the election process and election results. But I will have to get into that on the next episode. Thank you very much for listening. If you like this show, please share it. Send me an email, therealearthbox at protonmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'll be back. Goodbye.